0: Hello, everybody. Sorry, it's been a few days, but... It's been a crazy few days, so... I apologize. Super Bowl blue! That was... Boring. Anyway. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But... uh, It did get me thinking about a few things. And... One of them is like... Just the... Concept... Or, like, just the entire, everything that goes along with performing at the highest levels. you know, Especially for a long period of time. It was cool, the Super Bowl did kind of give this reflection of, like, someone who's super talented, super young, like, just came out of the gate, dominating, and then, on the other end, like, someone who had these has had a really extrapolated career that wasn't, you know, just this phenom wasn't really, you know, what it was. It was a representation of just, like, uh, ultra-precise work ethic, you know? And uh, that was a really cool kind of comparison to make, or just kind of, you know, and I am happy that the, uh, old wise guy is still able to perform, you know, all emotions aside, it's nice to see just greatness perpetuated like that, you know, all the good and bad that comes with it, say what you will, the person is making a statement for longevity in a sport that's known for anything but. I heard this quote the other day that kind of fed into this, and it was, if you are too big for the small stuff, you are too small for the big stuff. That one hit me hard. I liked it. I like it. You know, it's true. Like, the... Willingness to just do the dirt, like just day in and day out, like the really low reward stuff. I've talked about this before with you know, kind of working out and trying to get in shape. You know, this the tiny little steps, like the imperceivable steps, just taken one after the other with an undying faith that they're going to lead somewhere amazing, you know. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy thing. If you're not familiar with Tim Ferriss, I know I've talked about him before too, but Tim Ferriss, you know, wrote a series of books, uh, you know, under this, uh, four hour title. His first one was the four hour work week and the four hour body, you know, like, so he wrote a series of these four hour books, the four hour work week is his big commercial success. You know? And it's sad, because I think it's his worst book. (laughs) Like, in every way. Like, the idea of it. Like, it was a brilliant book for him to write. Because the title and the subject matter, everything about it, just screamed commercial success. You know? And the book is deep with actionable insight and a really cool framework to kind of view the world, you know, but even the gems in that book, you know, he has this thing in there about like working out what your ideal life looks like, you know, like that just got swatted aside, you know, and it's, if people take a really good hard look at what they really want, they'll find that it's a lot closer than it feels like If you're just always wanting a little bit more or different, you know, but the part of this book that kept it on the bestsellers list for shit, it might still be there is that the time compression and the perception of effort compression Like, that was the marketability of that book, is that it it spoke to people who want more rewards for less effort. My favorite book of Tim Ferriss' is is this one called The 4-Hour Chef. This is a fucking masterpiece. This thing is just this, like, how-to manual of this huge range of stuff, and it kind of all feeds back to cooking, but not really. Like it's a meta learning book. And like it had all these like lessons, real simple breakdowns, beautiful illustrations and pictures of ways to do things like, you know, lobster boils and, uh, you know, making, making simple things and, you know, making making things and this kind of like progression of harder and harder tasks. And then he has this one recipe in there called like the dragonfish thing uh, thing I, I can't remember what the the word for it is. It's a French word for some type of fish uh, display, but anyway, you'll find it in their dragonfish. And it's all these techniques. like it's this huge like monstrosity of a recipe that you have to do like a hundred different things, you know. This thing is like a Kung Fu class in cooking, you know? It's not not to a black belt level, but definitely, you know, Red and Beyond. Like, <laughs> it's, uh... And it didn't do very well, you know, because... The effort component was, it was obvious. But, so Tim Ferriss kind of introduced me to... Not directly, I don't know the man, but... the. Reading his stuff kind of directed me towards that meta-learning thing. You know, speed reading and stuff like that was always appealing. I don't know. It's not my favorite thing. But to practice reading as a technique is powerful. You know, to have... you know, Being able to mow through content fast, it's got its place. But anyway, point being is that I fell into this trap with that. You know, trying to get through as many books as possible, trying to learn as many things as possible, but in this like superficial kind of minimum effort way. And then, where I'm going with all this is that I just started a book the other day called Ultra Learning, and this is a walk chat, so I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, begins with an S, anyway. This book is fucking incredible, but it's going to be off-putting to a lot of people because it's like the, the imp- implication is that it's about like this guy learned a bunch of languages really fast and another one just, uh, you know, all these different memory kind of based but technique based as well accomplishments. Like, the big ones are languages that they talk about. At least, I'm not that far into it. But, the the concept behind these ultra-learning tasks, these people up front say, like, I plan on dedicating, and it's thousands of hours in some cases. Like, if you're going to do an ultra-learning task, there's no effort compression in this. You know, nothing beyond making sure that your efforts are of highest value as possible. But yeah, like when was the last time anybody saw an advertisement for something that was like in 2000 short hours, you know, learn to cook or learn to code or learn to speak a language. Like that's like the amount of effort that kind of people assume it would take. And that's why they don't do it. So it just speaks to a different audience when there's that appeal. You know, if... If you're willing to commit like that to something, you're the type of person who achieves their goals. Nobody has ever, like... I'm willing to say ever. Nobody has ever not achieved their goals who was willing to grind 2,000 hours into them. You know, especially that being like the part where it's like, this is where I'll consider myself having achieved what I set out to achieve. You know, or some other monumental metric like, A 4,000 word vocabulary. Conversationally functional. In three months. Or whatever. But. I hope that's something that kind of catches on. You know. Like I would love to see. The opposite trend. Of all the training routines that. Instead of being like. 10 minute abs eight minute abs seven minute abs like instead of that trend like see this like oh 2,000 wait to see what you can do in 10,000 and 10,000 hours kind of is this like golden metric made famous by Malcolm Gladwell in the book Outliers you know where he shows like you know it's not a constant like it's not an exact number but everybody who's achieved not everybody okay a lot of examples of people who have achieved greatness, you see this consistent amount of effort that roughly equates to 10,000 hours being put into it you know and I see this in other areas as well like bodybuilding or, or strength sports and stuff like that there seems to be these two magic numbers. And it's four years and ten years. Like, if you arm wrestle... Uh, John Berzink, who's, like, the greatest arm wrestler of all time... Like, he, like, he'll say this, too. Like If you arm wrestle for four years... Like, your body structurally changes. Like, bone density, ligament strength... Like, you develop this real specific kind of adaptation to the stimulus that you keep for the rest of your life. Like, you won't be in shape the entire time, but there's going to be this, like, a higher bottom that you go to when you stop. That if you start putting in a few months of training, like, you'll, like it'll be from this higher bottom foundation. And then again at 10 years, which equates roughly to that 10,000 hour uh, concept. Like most people who did the 10,000 hours did it roughly in a 10 year span. Um, Like you kind of get this mastery. You know, like the old ninja movies on Saturday morning. You know, the guy went to Japan and trained for 10 years and came back Like 10 years equivocates to mastery and you see that like if someone grinds at something for 10 years like that's the range where you know small businesses become big corporations that's when you see like Tom Brady's come into this groove that just seems like they're going to choose when they come out of it you know there's nothing about that performance on Sunday that doesn't speak to a career that could go on for another number of years you know Gronkowski has to be like how many years younger than him like hell he looks older than him now you know so anyway I know this is another walk ramble and chat but that's where my mind was at That Ultra Learning book is super amazing. I recommend anybody and everybody getting it. Um, Really see what becomes like a target within range goal wise if you do it from the perspective that, you know, a thousand concentrated hours is the go that you're willing to give it. Like, you're willing to put that much into it committed before you assess, like, the progress. You know? See if it doesn't really change your perspective. I think Bill Gates is the guy who said, you know, most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10. I don't know. Widen your gaze like that a little bit. I'm sure going to try. I'll be sharing my results of this experiment here. Let me know how yours goes. All right. I love you guys.